the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. Amen, 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 amen. As we getting ready to start our Bible study on tonight, amen. Just waiting for another minute for everyone to start tuning in, amen. Pray that everybody had a good day today. I'm trying to get on my thing so I can um, turn my phone off and stuff, or the ringer and all of that type of stuff. Amen. So excuse me while the camera is shaking and all of that type of stuff. Amen. Amen. I normally do this before I come on. Here we go. Ringtone. Okay. And all of that type of stuff. All right. We should be good now. Amen. Once again, I pray that everybody had a good day. Amen. Getting ready for another Cracker Jack Bible study. Amen. A lot going on in the world today. I want to discuss a few little things and and go on, and I'll let you go on and enjoy the rest of your Wednesday evening. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. God bless your name. Got about one more minute here trying to give some people a chime, some time to get online. There she is. Amen. Right on cue. Hey, Sister Patterson, how are you today? The Queen of Orangeburg. Amen. 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 Oh, uh, where we starting off at today? James. Amen, amen. Pray that everybody had a good day once again. It's a real hot, stay hydrated. Don't need nobody falling out. I work outside, so no matter how hot it is, I got to be out there in it. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get started. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and open up in a word of prayer, and then we're going to go ahead and get started, and let's tell God all about it. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, God. We thank you, Father God, for this Bible study on tonight. Lord, we're just praying, Lord, that you have your way and your will be done, God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that all those that are tuning in, that are listening on today, or whenever they run across this feed, be it tomorrow, be it Friday, whenever, in Jesus' holy name, God, I pray, Lord, that they get something out of it, Lord. Anoint me. Use me in the mighty name of Jesus, God. The Those that are listening, Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord, that this is very positive, that that will strengthen them in the mighty name of Jesus. And as soon as you log off, Father God, I pray that everyone, when they log off, will be just a little bit more strong and be more encouraged in Jesus' holy name. Father God, have your way and your will be done in Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 Uh, Brother Scriven, what's going on, Deacon? God bless you, mighty man of God. How are you and your lovely family? Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. Tonight's Bible study, I am representing Restoration Community Outreach Ministries. I am Elder Dakota Radden, the assistant pastor under the leadership of the mighty woman of God, Pastor Tonetta Robinson, and her husband, the bishop, 
John Willie Robinson Jr., the Triple B, the Big Bad Bishop, amen, the Overseer, amen, hallelujah, God, bless your holy name, and my roommate tuning on from Germany, Maxie Michael, what's up, boy, what's going on, I know back when we were roommates, we never pictured this day here when I'm preaching the gospel, hallelujah, all the beer and liquor we used to drink overseas, <laughs> but hey, but look what God done did now, amen, amen, thank you for tuning in, Max, amen, God bless you, man, amen, amen, amen. Thank God for my pastor and bishop giving me another opportunity to come before you, amen, to bring a word, hallelujah, God bless your holy name. And we're going to talk about the power of prayer, um, the reason being, the one of the reasons why I know God gave that to me, because there's a lot going on in this world, and there's some in particular that I'm hearing that I don't like to hear what the media is saying, and, and people will echo what the media is saying about Sadly, when there's a mass killing or something like just happened last week in Texas and things of that nature, you hear that thoughts and prayers are not enough. My God. Yes, the Bible does says faith without works is dead. It does say that. But in order for these people that we're hoping to pass some laws to make tighter gun laws, to make restrictions, to do things, what do you think? They, you think they just go do that on their own? They just go move to do that on their own? It takes prayer for anything to happen. We always say prayer changes things. Either you believe that or you don't. Either you believe that or you don't. So let's, let's go ahead and just start with, there's a whole bunch of scriptures on prayer. I'm just only talking about a few because how in the world, before you do anything as a man or woman of God, as a one who follows Jesus Christ, prayer is of the utmost importance. We don't do anything without prayer. I don't care what it is. When we do things on our own without prayer, we mess it up. I'm guilty myself. I believe that's something that we all have done. That's why prayer is so important. How many of us jumped the gun? How many of us, we leaped before looking? You always see the old saying, look before you leap. Look before you jump. Because if you don't, you might jump down in a hole and can't come out. That's why you got to look before you jump. We got to pray before we do anything. If you want these congressmen and women, if you want our senators, our lawmakers, our legislators to make moves, that comes through prayer for God to touch their heart, for them to come together and pass the laws that's best for this nation. That comes through prayer. So don't tell me that prayer is not enough. Hallelujah, God. Prayer is always enough. You can't do anything without prayer. Prayer changes things if you believe that. And the word of God is going to prove that. And first of all, you have to know who you are in Christ. Are you the righteousness of God? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Because what does the Bible say? Let's let's go right off the rip in the book of James. And we got a few of we coming out of First Peter and Second Chronicles, Thessalonians, and back again in James. But right now in the book of James, in the fifth chapter, I'm all in First Peter. In James, in the fifth chapter, starting at the 16th verse, it says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, in other versions, it'll say a righteous person, so don't let the word man throw you off there. That's King James Version. Women are some mighty prayer warriors and mighty prayer women of God. Some of my best prayers I've heard come from a woman. Hallelujah. That's why I never understand why the men say that a woman can't preach. My God, my God. But that's another fight for another time. 
But women, you are definitely included in this because you are righteous. You are called to be the righteousness of God and the prayers of effectual righteous person. It means a lot. It means a lot. God hears your prayers. And you want to know why God? Let's go to 1 Peter 3 and 12 right quick. And then we're going to talk about some things. In 1 Peter 3 and 12, it says that for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Sidebar, don't do no evil because you don't wait to want the face of the Lord against you. Hallelujah, God. The very one that created you, the very one that gives you breath in your body, you want that one against you? So stop doing all this evil. Hallelujah, God. But he said the prayers, uh, they said that God watches over the righteous. His ears are open to their prayers. God hears your prayers. My God, if we go talk to anybody about anything, pray to God. Hallelujah. That's how you develop that relationship is through prayer. Anybody can just go to church. Anybody can do all that willy-nilly. Anybody can give money, but you can give money for the wrong motives. You can go in church for the wrong motives, but you got, but see, that's one thing the word says that God is not mocked. He is not fooled. He knows whether you real or fake. He knows you. And that's why he can't deal with a lukewarm person because what y'all done heard it before. What it says in revelations, either you hot or you're cold, because if you're lukewarm, they say he will spit you out. If you heard me say it once, I said it a thousand times. You don't even want to deal with lukewarm people. You don't want to deal with somebody who you think may got your back or don't got your back. You deal with people who you know that's down for you. Hallelujah, God. You ain't dealing with somebody that's wishy-washy, and God don't want to deal with no wishy-washy Christians. He needs prayer warriors, a warrior, somebody who goes to war. A prayer warrior is one who wars in the spirit who prays for things, who can get a prayer through, who don't mind laying prostrate, who don't mind laying out before the Lord, who don't mind spending a little time on their knees, who don't mind getting up early in the morning, who don't mind praying at night. It don't matter to a prayer warrior. A prayer warrior prays. It's too much stuff going on in the world not to pray, but yet the media and people are going to echo what the media is saying, that thoughts and prayers are not enough. My God. This is without no action. Well, you know what? It takes prayers for the action to come. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Never underestimate the power of prayer. Never. Never underestimate the power of prayer. Hallelujah, God. You're looking at a living witness right here. All the licking beer that I used to drink, all the women I used to lay up with, all the drinking and driving, all the cussing folks out and just using F-bombs and, and mother f -er all every day, all day, every day, calling women bees and hoes just like it wasn't nothing, listening to NWA, you know what that stands for, uh, um, listening to Two Live Crew all the time and all kinds of other stuff, all the time that stuff in my ears. What you think it took me to be where I am right now? It took prayer. Somebody had to pray for me. Eartha Mahone Rad. If there was anybody who ever prayed for me more than anybody was my late mother who passed away in 2015. It was her that was praying all the time for me when I didn't have enough sense to pray for myself. Hallelujah, God. Praying for God to touch her baby boy. Hallelujah, God. And I thank God that the many prayers that she went up, something snuck through and grabbed the hem of his garment. Hallelujah, God. Ooh, I know God heard that prayer. Who sent this prayer? <laughs> you talking about that fool down there that's drinking and driving? That fool down there that's cussing folks out? That one? That one that don't give a regard or don't care about nothing? Kool-Aid? You talking about Kool-Aid? That one? 
My God. You want that one saved? Shoot. Boy, I'm trying to tell you, somebody in hell got fired the day when I got saved. Because somebody wasn't on their job to keep me away from Christ. Because he knew once I get my hands on the plow, I wouldn't go turn back. I run just as hard for Jesus as I did for the devil. Hallelujah, God. And I ran hard for the devil. Because he did all he could to keep me out of church. I would find any excuse. I ain't going to church unless somebody asked me. Nobody never really hollered ass. When somebody asked, I went, but that was very far and few in between. But see, I know what the power of prayer can do. I'm a living witness of that. Hallelujah, God. And when the Bible tells me that prayers from a righteous person means a lot, I believe that in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Everything for the most part. What about you that's watching this? Somebody prayed for you. Somebody did. And it could have been somebody you don't even know. Prayer is powerful. That's why this is called the power of prayer. You can never, never, never say that prayer doesn't work. Never. Shame on you for saying something like that. Yes, prayer, it might not work exactly when you want it to, but it will work. Now, God's will be done. If it's according to God's will, I say nothing can stop it. If doors are opening before you, that's prayer. If doors that you don't need in your life, that's prayer. Remember what the word says in what Proverbs 18 and 21, I believe, right before it says that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Right before that, it says that there's death and life is in the power of the tongue. You got to pray. You got to talk. You got to speak it in the atmosphere. I'm speaking things right now. Yeah, they might not be coming to pass, but I believe they will. Some things don't happen like that. God is not a microwave God. Yes, he could turn things around in a second if he want to. And some things he do. Depending on whatever it may is, depending on whatever it may be, God will turn your situation around. But don't ever say that prayer doesn't work. Yes, we know we need them legislators to pass laws. Yes, we know that they need to come together. They don't break right now. It's just only a few that's getting together. A couple of Democrats and Republicans. That's why they call it bipartisan with two opposite parties trying to get together and come up. So when they all come back in the office. They should have a plan laid out. Then they got to vote on it. Then they got to see if they like it. And then they vote all this type of stuff. But you know how these laws are going to come through prayer. Sometimes something takes years before it happens. And when it do, I say, thank God that nevertheless, because God does things in his own time. Hallelujah, God. Prayer. We need men and women of God. We need the Christians to get on one accord and to pray. Second Chronicles 7 and 14, very familiar passage. Y'all know that if my people who are called by my name, y'all know where I'm going with that. It's four things that he tell us to do, but pay attention to the second one. All of them is good. 7 and 14, Second Chronicles. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. Know what he say? What he'll do from heaven? Hear. If you ain't praying, God ain't hearing nothing. Uh-oh. That's what my favorite minister like to say. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know who my favorite minister is? Minister J.D. Robinson. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. But in order for God to hear, you got to pray. As my big bad Bishop Triple B, Bishop uh, Robinson would say, knee bone city, get on your knees and pray. Can't get down there no two or three minutes and then get back up. 
How you expect God to hear something if you get on your knees or you just praying and then you fall asleep as soon as you start? Deaconess Richardson, when she preached on Sunday, on fifth Sunday, she said to push, P-U-S-H. We know what that acronym stands for. Oh, I'm going to say it because some might not know what it stands for. P-U-S-H, push, pray until something happens. Pray, P-O-P, pop, power prayer. Hallelujah. You got to have some pop. You got to believe in pop. You got to believe in the power of prayer. Can't say that enough. I tell you what, you, you, you say that prayer don't mean nothing. You, you really don't think prayer don't mean nothing, huh? Well, I, I, I tell you what. <clears throat> what do you do when people, let's see. Tragedies come, you pray. When you look on Facebook, for instance, social media, and somebody say they just lost somebody, or somebody could say, I'm in the hospital. What you want people to start doing? You'll see several different things. You'll see the little symbol for praying hands. You'll see people typing in prayers up, praying for you, all of that type of stuff. When families are in bereavement, what do we do for them? You don't want them just to go through. You want them to pray. You pray for strength. Everybody can't be falling to pieces. Somebody has to be strong. Somebody, yes, they're hurting, but you pray for God to strengthen the family and give them peace. You pray for those things. I take prayer very seriously. Very seriously. What does it say? Let's go back to James where it talks about people that are sick. I'm an elder in the gospel, but it says in, in James 5, 14 and 15. In James 5, 14 and 15, it says, it asks a question. It says, is there any, is there any sick among you? It says, let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. That's verse 14. In verse 15, it says, and prayer of the faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. My God, it says, call upon the elders to pray, to lay hands. And it says the prayer of faith will raise them up. So you got to have people that believe in what they're praying. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and 6. Without faith. Hallelujah, God. Without faith, it's impossible. How you go? And how you go? Please God without faith. That's what he's all about. Faith. You got to believe in him. That's why he says you don't need a lot of faith. Just a little bit. That's something. Something is better than nothing. That's what he's telling you. If you have the faith of the grain of a mustard seed, one of the smallest seeds out there, he says, if you just have that, just a little, just something. But don't believe me for nothing. But something. If you don't believe then don't pray. Pray only if you believe that God is going to do something. I believe God is going to do something. We got elections coming up. I'm praying that the right men in office get in, get, get in there. The right men and women get into office. That's my prayer. I pray that a lot of people are praying that as well. You don't need to have the wrong people in office. You need to pray to get the right men. And there is nobody perfect. No party is perfect. Believe me, Democrats got many faults. Many. They're not perfect at all. Now, I don't make no bones about it. 
you know, you have to like me. That's that's who I vote for. I don't care whether you like it or not. It is what it is. That's my opinion. That's what I like. They're not perfect by no stretch of the imagination. And you keep hearing the media talking about in November, it's going to be a sweep to replies. Oh, man, we don't need, you know, I ain't going to get into political stuff. But I do pray that the right men and women get in office. That's for sure. You have to pray for this nation. You have to pray for the president. You have to pray for all men and women that are in office, regardless of whomever they are, whatever their political party is. If you have uh, whatever the governor is, you got to pray for them. You got to pray that they make right decisions. That stuff affects you with taxes and different things. You can't have the wrong people in office just looking out for themselves and taking bribes and doing all things. That's the wrong man or woman in office. That's why you got to pray for somebody to put their state first or their county or their country, whatever it may be. The power of prayer. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. Politics can affect you. It really can. Pray for these gas prices to come down. That's that's a tax on a lot of people. That's hurting. You got to pray. Now, is it going to be $2 tomorrow? Maybe not, but you got to pray. Still yet. There's never things that you can run out of praying for. There's never things that you can say ain't nothing else to pray for. There's plenty to pray for every day. You can't be selfish in a time like this. Yes, you pray for yourself that God can strengthen you and use you in a mighty way to be an anointing, to be uh, effective in a positive way on people. But you have to pray for others. This is not a time to be selfish. Not a time to be selfish. Pray for others. Like I was saying in church uh, on Sunday, we have to pray for our young adults, our teenagers. Teenagers get very influenced, and sadly, we're losing too many of them due to gun violence. Pray over your children before they go to school. Anoint them. Pray over them. Put them in God's hands. Hallelujah, God. You got to pray. That's power there. If you don't believe in prayer, then why pray? You want your child to be protected? You want your child to come back home safely, don't you? Then pray. Never take prayer for granted. I never take. That's why when I wake up every morning, thank you, Jesus, for another day. Too many people didn't see today. The first day of June, a lot of people didn't see today. I think it was something that happened, oh boy, last night. Well, something is always happening. And that's the sad thing. Terrible things are always happening. But you got to pray. I can't stress that enough. If I said prayer a hundred times on this park, on this, on this Bible study tonight, I said a hundred more times. You got to pray, saints. You have to. Just like Bishop said, we have power in Christ. There's power in Christ. There's nothing too hard for God, and you have to believe that, no matter what your situation is. Sometimes God let us go through things, and it will be a testimony later. Oh, it sucks. You don't feel good at all. It don't feel good, not one bit. But some things you have to go through that you can give a testimony and tell somebody that's going through that exact same thing what you did to get out of it. And one of the things you go tell them, I prayed a lot. Prayer. When something happens, somebody, when you say, I'm going to pray on it, that's what I'm talking about. Or if you got a big decision you got to make, you just go jump and make that decision without consulting with God first. You got to pray. You got to pray. I don't care what it is. Buying something, purchasing something, a big decision, whether to quit and start a new job, whether to, to go out and do this or whatever the case may be. You have to pray. Now, I pray for important things. I don't pray over silly things. I don't pray over trivial things. 
As much as I love to watch a good football game, I'm not praying for my team to win. To me, that's a waste of prayer. It is what it is, whatever happens. I don't pray for the field goal kicker to make a field goal so we can win the game. I'm not praying for stuff like that. Y'all get clowned all the time and people joke when you come back to uh, to work the next day. Boy, I know you pray for him to, to make that kick. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't do stuff like that. I pray for important things. I pray for you to be healed if you're sick. I pray I don't take nothing for granted. If somebody's getting ready to take a long trip, you pray for safe travels. And when they make it, thank God that they made it there safely. Never take that for granted. You go on a long trip, you pray. Be it in the air by a plane, be it by train, be it by car, you pray. Pray every day just for, just for traveling mercy. Go to your job and back. Do you know how many people go to work and don't come back home? You got to pray to that job to keep you. At the end of the day, when I clock out at the city of Columbia, thank you, God, for another safe day. When I clocked out. Sadly, so many people get killed right on the job and don't come home. Don't take nothing for granted. I don't care how simple or easy your job may be. You might sit in front of a computer all day. All it takes is one disgruntled employee that got fired to go out to the parking lot and come back in there. And that has happened way too many times. And people did not come home. All because somebody got mad because they got fired. Never take your job for granted. Always pray before you go to work. Pray during the day and pray as soon as you get off. Thank God for another safe day. When you make it and you pull up in your driveway or wherever the parking lot of an apartment, wherever you may live, thank God for making it home safe. You can never, God will never tell you to stop praying. I think the word tells me, so it says that men always ought to pray. What's also saying, um, first Thessalonians 5 and 16, pray without ceasing. Don't stop praying. We should always pray. Not 24 hours a day. We got other things we have to do, but you know what it means. Pray as often and as much as possible. You have to have a prayer life. And sometimes we all get a little lazy. We all get a little lazy and we don't pray like we should. We all do. I don't know somebody yet that say, I pray all the time, every day. I don't miss a beat. And if you do, God bless you. <laughs> and keep doing what you do. But uh, to us real humans that make mistakes from time to time, uh, daily, daily, pray. That's right. You heard it from the mighty woman of God. Pastor said, don't take God for granted. All things are possible with God. So pray and give thanks because the word says with men, with me, some might be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. And like he said, he can't heal the land unless you pray. All this COVID stuff, you mean tell me there's nobody pray? What we do, just give up? Somebody told me one time, well, everybody go catch COVID. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. I ain't had it. I ain't missed a day of work. The church ain't had the shirt down because I was sick with COVID. Ain't had it, and I'm going to claim that I don't got it. Somebody once said, you know, on the news, they said, you know, we got to look at the people that ain't caught it yet. Maybe they got some. Maybe somebody want to take some of my blood and put it in and make it a pill or something like that, I guess. I don't know. I just thank God for, yes, a lot of righteous uh, Christians that caught COVID before. Yes, I know that. And sadly, we done lost some giants in Christ because of it. God's will be done. Saying that, if I, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But just because somebody's speaking don't mean it's true. If it's negative, you got to come against that. You got to come against that. Whatever is negative, you come against it and you tell the devil he is a liar. 
That's why the word says to hate the evil and love the good. Anything evil, I can't stand it. I don't like it because it's not of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 5 and 17. It says that men everywhere ought to pray. Everybody ought to pray. If prayer wasn't important, then why does the Bible say so? Why does the Bible say that? It means a lot. Why? Why did he add pray in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14? He could have just easily said to humble themselves, um, turn from your wicked ways and all that. He could have easily said that. But he added prayer in there. He said to pray, then will I hear from heaven. From heaven, because that's what God, he will hear from heaven. Hear your prayers, my God, my God. Believe what you're praying for. Them senators, them lawmakers, they can make some things happen. They can tighten up these gun laws. What's going to happen then? Uh, uh, and when they do, when, uh, who you thinking? The senators? No. God said he would not give his glory to another. I'm giving God the glory when they do tighten up some stuff. Yeah, you might have to pull their arm. You got to twist their arm for them to do something. They should have been there some years ago, even before Sandy Hook that happened. Sadly, when all them kids lost their lives up there, elementary age kids. That was back in 2012. But see, this tenure, this is a whole different ball game now. Whole different ball game now. Now the pressure is on them once again to do something. And how they go do something? Prayer. Don't tell me that prayer don't work. We got to pray enough. Man, get out of here with that garbage. I don't want to hear that. I am called of the righteous. I'm an elder in the gospel. I believe in prayer. You will never hear me say that <laughs> prayer ain't enough. You kidding me? Please. I don't have the, the prayer. Next thing you know, them rascals will mess around and come back with some mess like, what can they possibly say? Uh, all assault weapons, <laughs> AR-15s or whatever is banned. If you get caught with one, that's an automatic five-year term. You'd be put on the registry. You can't purchase a pistol or any handgun or shotgun for the next 10 years. After you get out, <laughs> it starts from there. You can't purchase none for 10 years. And after that, if you get caught with it again, it's 15 years automatic. I guarantee some of that mess will slow down. It'll be a couple of dummies that'll have to, to see that that uh, that is real. But most people, they, they'll stop that foolishness. You got to make something concrete. You got to put people behind bars for certain things if you want things to stick. That takes prayer for them to make some tough laws. Mental health evaluations, not buying pistols at the age of 18, whatever they might come up with, because a lot of people are against that. You know, one might ask, well, if you don't want 18 year olds to have guns, well, they got guns in the military, but you know what? They are properly trained, though. How to use guns, though. You just getting people to come off the streets that don't have no idea, never held a gun in their hand, and you want that person with a gun? That ain't never been to no type of C uh, CWP class, no military training whatsoever. You want that person with a gun? Oh, they got the Second Amendment right to buy. They can buy whatever they want to buy. That's who you want with a gun. <laughs> Somebody who ain't never shot one before. Whatever. Okay, then. See, that's that's another hot topic debate and all of that type of stuff. So, you know, it's different if you get military training. That's one thing or some type of training and whatnot. Police Academy, they got to go to the firing range, all that type of stuff. Um, but let's just pray. We got to be on one accord. We have to be praying together, pray for one another, pray for somebody's happiness. When somebody has something good for them, thank God for that. Church members, pray for one another and always, always, always pray for the head of your church. Always pray for your pastor. Always. 
You know me, I said it once, I said it a million times, always pray for your leaders. You have no idea depression attack that they're up under. Do you know that pastors commit suicide? Do you know that pastors just walk out of churches, just leave because it's too much? People demand too much of them and whatnot. No, I passed some bishops say, y'all ain't gonna kill us. We going on vacation. You know, <laughs> ain't nobody telling pastors them to stay there 24 hours and don't do nothing else. <laughs> pastors, go on vacation, please. Get out of here. Go enjoy yourself. Married pastors and your, your spouses, go go enjoy each other's company and get away from it all. That's why you got assistance and different things like that to run the, the church. We, we ain't gonna let the church burn down. And sometimes that might be too much of the problem. You you don't trust nobody. <laughs> you just got to be there. Go on and get out of here and take a break. We're praying for you. Because sometimes that's entirely too much stress. Pray for your leaders. Pray for them. Because you 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 can't make everybody happy. That's one thing and whatnot. So why try? Why try? You can't make everybody happy. So go on and get a vacation. Summertime is coming up. Go sit on the island. Go on the beach somewhere. Lord knows I need to and whatnot. <laughs> go and do that because too many passes. We can't be losing passes due to stress. You can't do that. That that's that's not good. God called you for a reason, and we we need our shepherds. Sheep need guidance. We need our shepherds. We need you to stay before the Lord and God. And that's one thing to do. That is people pray for your leaders. Pray for your leaders. Take vacations. Relieve that stress. Hallelujah. Get away. Prayer. Pray for all church leaders. I pray for pastors every day. Of course, mine and all the means of other men and women that have that title. I pray for them because I want to see them succeed and I want to see them do good. And I pray for God that will strengthen them and they will continue to uh, lay before God. They will continue to get guidance from God because sometimes you can get the big head. I pray, pray that you stay humble. There's so many things that you can pray for. Ask God for guidance. That's prayer. Asking God for something. That's prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Can't stress that enough. There's so many scriptures in here about prayer and the power of it. Elijah, the prophet, prayed for it not to rain, and God held back the rain for three years. And when he was ready for it to rain again, he prayed for God for it to rain, and here comes the rain. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. There's just so many, so many things. Who is it? Uh, Hezekiah. Death angel was about to take him out of here. He prayed. He turned to the wall. That, that, we know that they say he turned and faced the wall. He turned to the wall. Had a little conversation with God. And God spared him 15 more years. Prayer. The power of it. Hallelujah, God. How many people would land as we say on their deathbed? Probably taking their last few breaths, but prayer kept them here. And next thing you know, they're up on their feet. Hallelujah, God. You just heard the word say, go to the elders. Go to somebody who knows how to pray and get a prayer through. That's who you want to pray. Hallelujah, God. Never underestimate the power of prayer. Never. Whenever you hear the media saying that thoughts and prayers ain't enough, let that go on one end out the other. Because we know what it takes to make things happen. Prayer changes things. You are here because of prayer. Your children are here because of prayer. Somebody prayed for that child. Somebody prayed for them. Hallelujah, God. My God, prayer. I can't stress it enough. Pray. Have you prayed today? Have you prayed like you should pray? 
you know, every day at restoration, 12 o'clock, that's what we'll be praying. A lot of times I'll be in my truck driving from job site to job site, but I get it in. You got to get it in. Yes, somebody might call or I'm, I'm working and whatnot, but I get it in. I try and talk to God as much as possible, but I'm just like everybody else. As we say, sometimes some things just slip through the cracks before you know it. You ain't hardly had a conversation with God all day, but yet he still kept you, still protect you, still covered you. Because that's how gracious my God is. He's not petty like, man, oh, you didn't pray today. Well, let me just stop you breathing for a little while. We don't deal with a God like that. And thank God, who would be here? Who would be here if we had a petty God like that? You know who you are. You know if you don't pray like you're supposed to. You know you're out here doing things you ain't got no business doing, but yet you're still living because we serve a righteous, forgiving, loving God. That's why. My God. And it's, it's sad that so many people don't even believe in God. Atheists don't even believe God is real. I just don't believe in him at all. My pastor said, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your ways. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You know, don't lead not to your own understanding. Hallelujah, God. But continue to pray. There you go. My man. My man on the Zoom meeting. Dirty Bird, Kenneth Billy. Mighty man of God. Thank you for tuning in, brother. Kingdom man. As I'm getting ready to sign off, I can't stress it enough. Please pray. Pray, pray, pray. Worship. Prayer, worship him. Hallelujah, God. Tell God about how good he is. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his mercy and his grace. Many of us shouldn't even be here, be dead. Many of us should be sick. Many of us should be handicapped, whatever the case may be. But you're still here. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. My God, never take prayer. Like the song says, somebody pray for me. Had me on their mind, took a little time, and somebody prayed for me, my God. And everybody on this on this Facebook Live tonight can say that, that somebody prayed for me. You'll never go through life talking about ain't nobody prayed for me. I even pray for strangers that I don't even know. Freckles. No, I'm talking about freckles. <laughs> Brother Patterson, thought you said, I thought it said something else. I will never, ever do that. Somebody prayed for you. I see people all the time. I'm about to sign off. Like I said, you might see somebody walking down the sidewalk, talking to themselves. You might see a woman out there selling her body. You know who she is. You know what she out there doing. You grown. You, you know. And whatnot. Maybe I don't know. Because I was out there in the streets for a little while. When I was out there, I know when a woman is doing that. The type of areas, the neighborhoods they be in. They're trying to uh, get money and all of that type of stuff. You pray for them. Never seen her before a day in my life, but I'm praying that she turn her life around. So many things I see on social media, people out here acting a fool with somebody filming, somebody doing so. I pray for them. God, turn their life around. Hallelujah, God. Some people even take their Facebook picture with, with alcohol and look. I probably would have did some mess like that back in the day if we had social media. But you got to pray for people you don't even know. Just pray that God turn their life around. And next thing you know, it'll be a testimony. You'll see that same person giving a testimony one day and you don't even remember you prayed for them some years ago. Now some woman say now she was turning tricks and now she up here praising God. Man say he was drunk and high in the gutter. Now he praising God. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Pray, pray, pray. We're going to get ready to sign off. We're going to get ready to pray before we uh, sign off. <clears throat>
Never underestimate the power of prayer. Pray for these teenagers that um <clears throat> that God will cover them and keep them because we need them, our young men and our young women, to come up in the house of the Lord. Those are our future preachers, future men and women of God in leadership position. Somebody got to take over when we go on. Somebody got to take over when we get too old and can't do this no more because our bodies won't let us. These youngsters got to come up and take over. And the only way they're going to take over is by seeing us doing what we're supposed to do. When you're in church, you got to do things the right way. You got to sing the right songs. You got to preach. You got to teach right so they'll know what's right from wrong. You got to teach. You got to teach. You got to teach. They got to see that. They got to see praise and worship going according to how it's supposed to be. They got to see the spirit lifted high. They got to see people worshiping and praising God. And that way they'll know that's how church is supposed to be. Because you always hear me quite often quoting about the old church and the songs that they used to sing and whatnot. Hallelujah, Jesus. You can't forget about that because I saw how churches conducted. I saw how men and women of God were supposed to act. And our children have to see that. Be that example. Be that shining light. Be that shining light on your job. Be that example. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this Bible study on tonight. Father God, we thank you, Heavenly Father, about the power of prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that everybody gets it in their heart, gets it in their mind, that we should pray, that we should pray without ceasing, that men and women everywhere ought to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I'm praying for the well-being of everybody on this uh on this Facebook live on tonight. I'm praying, Father God, that everyone is healthy and in their right mind in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Continue to use them for your glory. Order the steps of each and every one that's on here, God. And Father God, we pray for our leaders in Jesus' name, our pastors, for those that are on here that go to other churches, praying for their pastors right now in Jesus' holy name, God. Father God, praying for all church leaders right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Father God, we love you. Father God, we give you praise. We give you honor. And Father God, we're praying for all families right now that are in bereavement. God, to strengthen them and give them peace right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We pray a lot of these lawmakers, Heavenly Father, do the right thing and pass the right type of laws, Heavenly Father, to tighten up these gun laws in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't make it so easy. Hallelujah, God. Make it difficult and the punishment be severe. In Jesus' name, if somebody's out there that has no business carrying a certain type of uh, a weapon in Jesus' name or commit a heinous crime, Heavenly Father, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, make the law so that somebody will think twice before committing a crazy or a harmful evil act in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Lord, we love you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor because you are worthy to be praised in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, God, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. If you want to donate or make a donation to this ministry, it is dollar sign RCOM. That's R-C-O-M. That stands for Restoration Community Outreach Ministries. Dollar sign R-C-O-M 1999 when the ministry got started. Hallelujah, God. RCOM. I am Elder Dakota Radden. Amen. And I love you. And as always, I'm praying for you. And please keep me in prayer. And if you need prayer, hit me up. Either call me or hit me up on Facebook or message me in. Like I always say, we can tell God all about it and let God fix it. God bless you, mighty men and women of God. Until next time.